Hello, everybody, and welcome to our second episode of Unpacking with Mina. Today's episode is going to be about self-confidence, specifically how to build your self-confidence. There are two reasons why I chose this topic. Reason number one is because I think of myself as a confident person, and I always get it. I get this comment. How are you this confident? So I will tell you how I acquired my confidence and what helped me get here. Then I also thought of my second reason of why I wanted to talk about this. And I realized that this is the number one thing that my students learn from me every single year. Because every year, at the end of the year, I ask my students to write me a letter and tell me anything they want to tell me. But I give them guiding questions like, what is one thing you you are going to take away from this class? What have you learned from me personally? And one thing that most of my students say is that they feel confident about who they are by being around me. And to me, that's a big win. Because if if they didn't learn anything, I mean, I hope I hope they learn. But (laughs) if that's the only thing they learned, I'm okay with that. Because it's a lifelong skill. Go ahead, run with it, have a good life. So I guess what I'm going to do today is just share some practices that have worked for me that I practice daily or sometimes whenever I need to. So take what you need from this episode. And hopefully you find something for you here. So some confidence building practices that I Uh, incorporate in my daily life is number one journaling journaling to me looks like writing down my thoughts and my feelings whenever I need to I used to be able to do that every night but now I I only do it when I feel the need to do it and This helps me with my own personal growth and also develop an awareness. So if I feel bad about how I who I am or I feel not so great about myself, thinking back about my day helps me pinpoint the triggers. Why did I not feel so great about myself? Did I meet someone that makes me feel small? Did I eat something that makes me feel not great? Did I do something? Did I say something to myself? Did someone say something to me? What triggered this feeling? Now, my journaling looks like poems because that's just how I express myself. And I find meaning in my poems. But it can be anything to you. You could draw something. You know, if you if you like to draw and you draw today something happy and the next day you draw something dark and abstract and not so you, then you think about that. What made you do that today? What made you produce that kind of art that is different from what you usually do? So journaling helps me reflect big time. And it helps me eliminate my bad habits and bad practices. I have actually 
being able to eliminate people from my life through reflection and journaling. You know, there are people that you meet that make you feel like shit. By the end of the meeting, they just make you feel off. You don't need those people in your life. No excuses. You do not need those people in your life. Life is hard enough. People around you should uplift you. I don't think I have one person in my life right now that is a Debbie Downer or that makes me feel bad. All my friends are my cheerleaders and I do the same thing for them because we want to see each other win. So, hey, friends. Number two is visualization. Now, when you visualize your future, I challenge you to think about it in the present. I know that sounds crazy and confusing, but let me let me explain. So I am personally a visual person and visual learner. And I'd like to see things vividly. So not too long ago, before my before I moved to Houston, I knew I wanted to move and I was thinking about it. I hadn't acted on it or anything. And I sat down in my living room and I wrote a paragraph about what a typical, ideal, perfect day in my new city would look like. I remember writing about my apartment, about where I worked, about the types of friends I would have. And I still have my paragraph right now. I still have it. And it is so crazy how close it is to my actual life right now. It's crazy. It's very similar. Now, a lot of people talk the talk but don't walk the walk because visualization is great. But you need, okay, here is my vision. What can I do to get there? And I guess I used to practice visualization way longer than I thought. And I even knew because when I was very young, I would play with my cousin and her and I are born on the same date, literally the same night. She always said things like, oh, I'm pregnant. My husband beats me and I lost my baby and I don't have money. And I always said I was very young and I would wear my mom's my mom's shoes and say, I live abroad and I have a car and I have clothes and I'm independent and I have money, so much money. And I always had red, red lips on when, when we would play this. And guess what? I think, you know, many years later, my cousin actually lost her baby because her husband punched her in her stomach. And many years later, I'm independent. And I have clothes and I have a car and I have an apartment by myself. And that was my baby dream. I'm not saying this is it, like, oh, okay, I, I made it. No, that was my most basic dream. That was my definition of success back then. But it's so crazy that I put it in the universe and it happened. So try it. Just sit with yourself and think of your ideal life in the future. What would that look like? And Talk about it, write it down in the simple present. And that could also, okay, say, yes, 
I was trying to say two things at the same time. And then my mouth wanted to say two things in two languages. That's not going to work. Visualization can also look like a vision board. A lot of people do vision boards. I am a writer, so I love words. I love to be so descriptive about my paragraphs. So I do that. But if a vision board is more like you, do it. Create a beautiful vision board and put it in your room and remind yourself that that's where you're going. Next, affirm yourself. Positive affirmations. I cannot stress that enough. The narrative that you tell yourself ends up becoming what you think of yourself. And ultimately, it ends up becoming how you act on it. Let me tell you about a study that IKEA did last year. So IKEA took two plants, very similar plants, actually the same. They took them to a school and put them in a glass, kind of glass box. And they asked students to, re to record bullying phrases like, you're not enough, you're never going to be anything, you're this, you're that, you're ugly, you're a loser. And th they asked the same students to record positive affirmations. You're great. You're going to go places. You're beautiful. You're doing your best. You are amazing. And they played those recordings to those plants every single day for a period of time. After a while, the plant that was bullied actually wilted and died. And the plant that heard affirmations flourished even more. You are that plant. Your narrative that you tell yourself is exactly how you're going to be feeling about yourself. Gas yourself up. You know how many times I tell myself that I'm so great and I'm so beautiful and I'm kind and I'm helpful. Because sometimes if you don't have people to tell you these things, do it yourself. You got to be your own supporter and your biggest cheerleader. And then when you meet people and they tag along, they don't have an option. They know that all they will, that they will have to do the same thing because you're not going to accept anything else, any other behavior. So we are all those plants. And in my culture, we say something like a, a small good word can have a big impact and a big meaning on someone. And that someone could be you. Because what you think, you become. So if you're already burning energy to think something about yourself, why don't you make it great? Make it so great, you start believing it and you start acting on it. And your, the way you feel about yourself is going to change. You're going to start to fall in love with yourself and love every piece of you, the perfect pieces, the broken pieces, and the ones in between. Next is take care of yourself. Now, this sounds very cliche probably, but 
as much as you take care of yourself internally and you say positive affirmations to yourself, do it externally because it will help you. When you look better, you feel better, and you feel confident. Let me give you an example. During this pandemic, a lot of people started to feel down about themselves. I mean, there are so many reasons why people are suffering right now. People have lost their jobs. People have lost connections with people. This pandemic has divided people. But a lot of people were very mad and angry because they couldn't get a haircut, right? Because that was part of how they felt about themselves. Haircuts are important. I mean, they're not so important that we would do what America did and strike and and protest to get a haircut. However, the way we look is the way we feel about ourselves. That's why I think a lot of people started to feel down because they almost didn't recognize themselves with different hair and beards that they couldn't cut themselves. And when you feel, when you look good, you feel good. When I was homeless in 2011, you could have never thought I was homeless. I always looked, always looked good all the time because it made me feel like I wasn't homeless. It made me feel good. And even though I was homeless, I still had to take care of stuff. I had to get up, go see my lawyer, go see my therapist, and I had to get things done. And you cannot get out of your bed if you're feeling some type of way. Like when you're so depressed and down, sometimes you don't even want to see the light. I didn't have that option. I didn't even have time for depression. I had to go. So a good outfit from Goodwill, because trust and believe I can find a fabulous outfit for $10 from the goodwill. I had to, and I did that. So, next, it's exercising. Now, maybe you're rolling your eyes because you're like, what the hell? No, 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 I don't like to exercise, and this is not for me. I get it, but just hear me out. I'm going to challenge you to exercise and just move your body. When you move your body, it's such a confidence booster. Your mood changes and your health feels better. I don't think there has ever been someone that said, I regret that workout. You regret your workout while doing it maybe and struggling and you're like, oh my God, I hate this. But at the end of a workout, you always feel amazing. So the point is not to go and do a HIIT workout or a spin class and burn 5,000 calories. The point is just to move your body. Because when you move your body, your blood flows through your body. Actually, your head feels better. You're clear-headed. You think better. You feel better and confident. And moving your body could just be going for a walk, doing yoga, stretching. You make it your own and cater to your own needs and bodies. Endorphins are released when we work out. Those are the happy hormones. So there's a connection with being happy and working out. I used to hate working out. It was a chore for me. And right now, 
I feel weird and heavy and not on top of my game when I don't work out. So it's very much a part of my routine and it helps me so much because actually I feel stronger when I work out. So strong. Like I got this even when I don't. <laughs> so find your rhythm. You don't have to compete with your what your friend is doing, but find your rhythm and go with your own flow. But you can start really slow, really, really slow and see how that makes you feel. You know, maybe some of these strategies are not going to work for you. That's okay. Next is posture. The way you sit, you walk, you talk and carry yourself has a lot to do with how you feel. And it is the body language and it's the message you transmit to the world. So when I used to teach in Omaha, Nebraska, I used to teach so many beautiful girls, Karen and Kareni and Burmese girls. And they would come to my class from a refugee camp with horrible posture. Literally, they walk with their back bent. And if you were in my class, I know some of my students are listening to me. If you were in my class, you do remember that I used to give them a broom to put behind their back to fix their posture. And we would practice walking because I wanted those girls to own the world. And they thought it was so funny and they thought it was hilarious. But I wanted them to walk with their head held high because they deserve that. You don't need permission to walk with your head, he head held high. You don't need to be anybody that is famous, important. Because sometimes when I walk a certain way, my friends say, do you think you're a model? Uh, yes, I do. I am five feet, but I will walk somewhere and I will own that place. Because I'm a person and I deserve that. I don't need to be a model. I'm five feet. I could never be a model. Maybe I can. But the point is, I don't need anybody's approval to feel good about myself and to show it. I do not need that. I don't need permission. I don't need approval. I don't need validation. I don't need an invitation to the table because I'm bringing my own table. And I think this has a lot to do with the way some of us are raised. I come from a culture that wants women to be so modest. And I am not talking about being modest in the way we dress. Being modest in the way we act. We are not supposed to have an opinion. And we're not supposed to walk a certain way. And we're not supposed to laugh a certain way. And we're not supposed to be human a certain way. But you know what? There is no catalog to what being a human is. Because it comes in every shape, form in the world. So just fix your posture, please. And walk into a room or a coffee shop. And walk like you own that place 
And I assure you, people are going to be like, oh my God, who is he? Who is she? Then let me know how you feel. Last one. And the most important one. Stop comparing yourself to others. Stop comparing yourself to others. Stop comparing yourself to others. I actually see this phrase so many times on Instagram. It is a thing right now. It's like hot. Like it's a it's a hot topic. Because it's very much a thing. People are doing that. People are comparing the way they look, their accomplishments to other people. Now, a little self-doubt is healthy. It's okay to sometimes feel some type of way about the way you feel or the way you look or the way you, you, you know, you just like stop and reflect like, oh my God, what did I accomplish? Did I accomplish enough? It's okay. That's healthy. You're reflecting, but for you to do it every time somebody uploads a picture or somebody um, talks about what they accomplished, it has nothing to do with you. And actually, the energy that you're putting into comparing yourself to other people, put it on yourself. Go ahead and make a plan for your project and say, hey, by this time, I'm going to have accomplished this. Because there was um, a study made and research found that people who compared themselves to others experience envy. And actually, they ended up feeling worse about themselves. Because it's such a vicious cycle. It really is. It's like a black hole. You dig a hole and you keep burying yourself in it. And at some points, it's really hard for you to get out. Now, social media is not helping this at all because people out there with cloned bodies post a picture and then all these women believe that that's what they're supposed to look like. I used to diet so much and cry and right now I just found what works for me as a woman. I am not on a diet. I eat everything. But I also know that I like to work out. So that helps me. And when, and when I go on a diet or a little cleanse, it has nothing to do with what someone wants me to look like or what society wants me to look like. It's about me and how I feel about myself. Like, I personally feel comfortable at a certain weight. So I stay in that range. And it's 100% about me and how I feel and not about anybody else. And if I ever catch myself comparing myself to somebody, you know what? I remember that I don't know what cards were given to them. I know what mine were. We were all given cards. This is how we think about it. You know, our circumstances and and situations and events and problems. If somebody with the same life that you have had those same circumstances, would they have accomplished less or more than you? Or the same? When you compare yourself to others, you do yourself a huge disservice. Because think about this. 
there is absolutely nobody in the world that is you. That's actually a fact. Nobody is like you. You are born with certain skills and certain sets of abilities and your face is unique. Your body is unique. Your flaws are unique. Your beauty is unique. And that makes you you. And there's so much power in that. You can either think about it as a powerful thing or you can say, oh, well, I want to be like her. I want to be like him. But there's power in being unique. When everybody is trying to fit, you just quit and focus on yourself. A lot of our energy sometimes that we focus on the other, if we just use it on ourselves, it, it will be powerful. The time and the energy that we use to think about what the other person has and we don't have, like, think about what you could be doing with that energy. Where else you could have put it? Rather than comparing yourself to that person. And I know you know this, but it never hurts to talk about it and remember that a social media is an illusion. It is not real. People are showing you what you want to show. Oh, okay, I just said nothing. People are showing you what they want you to see. None of it is real. And even the most realist um, social media influencers still hold back. And, and, you know, people don't show their weaknesses. People don't show their failures. And, and I wish more people did, actually, because it would normalize failure and it would normalize feeling better about ourselves because we do. But none of them do, you know. And if they do, I think to an extent. So remember that life is not a competition and that you're running your own race at your own pace. And that's okay. Focus on that. When I, if you know me, you know that I have a thing with my forehead. I have a big forehead and I used to not even be able to show it to people. I mean, right now, I sometimes sleek my hair back. I would have like, a, you know, like a, a side part that is sleek. My forehead would be, would have its own show. If you told me when I was a teenager that I would do that, I would laugh at your, at your face because that was out of the question, out of the question. It took me years to get to this point of me being comfortable showing my forehead. But I'm here because I stopped comparing myself to people. And you know what? I think it's beautiful. I think my forehead is gorgeous. I really think so now. And I feel bad for the time I spent talking bad to myself about my forehead. So, 
remember what we said about the narrative that we say we start to believe it's the same thing so if you're doing that please be kind to yourself and stop and stop comparing yourself to people you'll find joy now before we end this podcast i want to ask you a question it's the teacher in me i think it's the teacher in me because i'm like oh let me give you homework the question is, when do you f- feel most confident? When? And it's only fair for me to answer the question, right? Because I'm asking you the question and it's a, such a vulnerable question. Um, so I'm going to answer it. I feel the most confident when I am in a new situation or environment and I show up like myself and apologetically. I show up and apologetically, authentically. And the reason why that makes me feel confident is because I know that a lot of people try to dilute themselves and and layer themselves or layer themselves more when they are with new people or in a new environment in fear of not being liked or not being appreciated. And it's really not a fear for me. It is not a fear for me if I go somewhere and I'm not liked because I'm not here to be liked. It's nice when people like you, but if somebody doesn't like me, that changes absolutely nothing about the way I feel about myself. I'm still gonna love myself regardless of someone's opinion about me. Especially if it's a new person, that's just a preconceived idea, probably. They don't even know me. They haven't given themselves a chance to know me. And when this happens, if this happens, I show up like myself, and some people like me, and some people don't like me, then it makes my life so easy. Because at least I know that the ones that didn't like me actually didn't like who I really am. And that's okay. Keep it moving. But the ones that loved me loved who I really am. And that's beautiful. Because what you see is what you get. And it's actually one of my strong characteristics, I think, because sometimes when I meet new people, at the end of our meeting, they say, I really like you. You seem like a genuine person. And I I say, yes, I am. Like, I was, actually. This is who I am. And to hear that, it's refreshing. I was actually talking to a friend not too long ago, and I told him, I don't have a grace period. You know, most people have a grace period. You show a little bit of yourself, then you gauge the situation, and you decide whether you want to show more. I don't have that grace period. You will get to know who I really am the first day. And I find that that gives me so much confidence. So what makes you feel so confident? Because the reason I'm asking you is not because I'm nosy, because I want you to keep practicing that. When you're aware that something makes you confident, please keep doing that. Don't give that up, whatever it is. Something else that makes me feel confident that is a little bit vain is when I have a fabulous hair day. 
oh my god if my hair is good i'm gonna have a great day and everybody around me will have a great day um so i recognize that about myself and i i spend money on my hair because it's not naturally fabulous but it could be something so abstract or it can it can be something so concrete like i don't know everybody has their confidence booster moment and whatever that is recognize it and practice it more so on this note i'm going to leave you here and remember to wear a mask stay safe love and light mina <laughs>